Hey listeners, rarely do I get to read an ad for a company that I've seen grow since inception. I'm so excited to tell you about Bev. Bev is breaking norms and changing drinking culture to empower women. 80% of adult beverage companies are still male-owned and operated, while 60 to 70% of the consumer is female. Bev is trying to change that. Bev has three canned wines that are crisp, dry, and a little fizzy. The fact that the wine is in cans makes it so easy to transport and take wherever you are. Get yours by going to drinkbev.com and use the promo code encyclopedia to get 15% off your order. Check it out. I promise it's really worth it. And you're supporting someone I love. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today's leading lady was an actress and singer. She was the first Black woman to star in her own sitcom and to win a Tony Award for Best Lead Actress. Let's talk about Diane Carroll. Diane was born in 1935 in the Bronx. Her father was a New York City subway conductor and her mother was a nurse. At an early age, Diane moved with her family to Harlem, where she attended the Music and Art High School. It was there that Diane began to take singing, dance, and modeling classes. At the age of 18, Diane won the television talent competition, Chance of a Lifetime. Like Jeopardy!, it was a competition where the winner would go on to compete in the next show. Diane won three shows in a row, taking home $3,000. The fame earned her the chance to perform at New York nightclubs. Still, Diane's parents encouraged her to pursue her education, and Diane enrolled at New York University. Soon thereafter, she dropped out to go into entertainment full-time. In 1954, Diane made her film debut in Carmen Jones, an all-black screen adaptation of the opera Carmen, where she played the close friend of the lead. Diane initially auditioned for the title role, but later said her nerves got the best of her and she could hardly focus on the scene. That same year, Diane made her Broadway debut in House of Flowers, in which Truman Capote cast her in the leading role of Ottilie, a young sex worker living in the Caribbean. In the show, Diane famously performed the song A Sleeping Bee, which was later covered by Barbara Streisand and Tony Bennett. In 1956, Diane married record producer Monty Kay, with whom she had one daughter. Diane's father boycotted the wedding, rejecting her decision to marry a white man. In 1958, Diane was approached by composer Richard Rogers, who convinced her to audition for the lead role in the show Flower Drum Song. She was told she didn't get the role because it required Diane to appear Chinese American, and the makeup artists could not make her up that way. In 1959, Diane began an affair with Sidney Poitier, with whom she starred in Porgy and Bess. Sidney was also married at the time and persuaded Diane to divorce Monty. In 1962, Richard Rogers contacted Diane. In her 1986 autobiography, Diane wrote, the phone rang and a voice announced, Miss Carol, Richard Rogers is calling. Of course he is, I answered, and this is Greta Garbo. That year, Diane was cast as the lead in Roger's play No Strings. 
she played a fashion model who was an interracial romance with a white man. No Strings ran for 580 performances, and Diane won the Tony Award for Best Actress, becoming the first black woman to win for a lead role. Many of the films Diane appeared in centered on race relations. Diane's biggest break came in 1968 with the premiere of Julia. She became the first black actor to star in her own sitcom in a non-stereotypical role. This was a milestone specifically in Diane's career and generally for black entertainers in Hollywood. But the sitcom was criticized for the way it refrained from depicting the reality of racism during the 1960s. Julia ran for three seasons, earning Diane a Golden Globe and an Emmy nomination. She appeared on mainstream talk shows like Johnny Carson, Merv Griffin, and Ed Sullivan. Diane was becoming a household name in the entertainment industry. In 1973, Diane married Las Vegas boutique owner Fred Glussman, who filed for divorce a few months later. In 1974, Diane starred in the romance Claudine opposite James Earl Jones. She was nominated for both a Golden Globe and an Academy Award for her performance. Despite her success, she would not return to feature films for 16 years after that performance. In 1975, Diane married Robert DeLeon, the managing editor of Jet Magazine, who she met on the press tour for Claudine. Two years later, Robert was killed in a car crash, leaving Diane a widow. In 1984, Diane decided she wanted to be on the hit soap opera, Dynasty. She was cast as fashionista Dominique Devereaux and reportedly told the writers, don't try to write for what you think I am. Write for a white man who wants to be wealthy and powerful. She appeared on Dynasty and its spin-off, The Colbys, for three years. She also appeared as Marion Gilbert in the Cosby Show spin-off, A Different World, and received an Emmy nomination for her role. In 1987, Diane married singer Vic Damone. Their relationship was turbulent and they officially divorced 10 years later. After a significant break, Diane returned to film in the musical drama, The Five Heartbeats. Her television career continued to thrive and she landed recurring roles on popular series like Grey's Anatomy and White Collar. In 1997, Diane was diagnosed with breast cancer. She became an outspoken proponent of early detection and prevention of the disease. She was featured in the documentary, One a Minute, in which she discussed her experience. In 2019, Diane died of cancer. She was 84 years old. Diane Carroll was a pioneering actress who broke gender and racial barriers. She made television history and opened doors for more black women in entertainment. We're going to meet people who are going to come to us out of their package and it could be very limited. And don't let it disturb you in any way. Just say, oh, another limited one. All month, we're talking about leading ladies. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our Encyclopedia Womanica newsletter, Womanica Weekly. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. And you can follow me directly on Twitter, at Jenny M. Kaplan. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. I want to tell you about another show I think you'll like. Hosts Claire Mazur and Erica Cerullo, who you might know as the co-founders of the website Of A Kind, or the co-authors of the book Work Wife, 
are all about discovery and enthusiasm. We've heard this weekly podcast described as a unique mix of urgent discussions of non-urgent things and thoughtful discussions of important and often otherwise ignored things. And I'm very much on board with that take. Come for the deep dives on shopping responsibly. Stay for the enthusiastic reviews of under-the-radar condiments. Check out the podcast A Thing or Two wherever you listen.